everyone. <laughs> um, this is Oranges and Peaches, a podcast Welcome. from North Folk Library. Uh, and it's Hazlitt and Ruby and yes. yet another very, very special guest. guest. Yes. This it's, is, wait, go do ahead. I introduce myself? <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. Do. I've never done a podcast. Mark is so you ready. You're doing good. Um, do I do the full introduction now or just I think name? just say your name. Okay, Mark. My name is Mark. I'm also in the information services department with these lovely librarians. We've talked about Mark many, many times yes, in the have. podcast. Yeah. So all our loyal listeners. All of you are huge <laughs> fans of Mark. You're so excited. He's uh-huh. finally here. Finally doing here. a little dance that you can't see, but it's adorable. Yeah. I have a lot of pressure to live up to today. <laughs> yeah, yes, so. don't, don't even worry about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so August traditionally in info services, traditionally as in maybe like five years or something, mm-hmm. I don't know. It August is our month for um, like vacations and mm-hmm. like taking time off from programs to kind of think about how the last year went and plan for the year ahead mm-hmm. and just relax, you know, just like kind of um, take a chill pill or something mm-hmm. um, before the school year gets going and things change. So, in that tradition, this August, we are not doing a serious episode. Um, <laughs> we are taking the opportunity to finally introduce all of our loyal listeners to uh, the whole Info Services team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. So thank you to <laughs> our wonderful colleagues, who uh-huh. uh, some of whom are less comfortable with uh, recording themselves talking, but um, you all did. An amazing job. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah. And thank you so much for, yeah, for uh, like indulging us. Yeah. I have yeah. to ask was this a suggestion from listeners, like wanting to meet the whole team? Or yes, was it, it was. They've okay. been clamoring. They've no, been I'm clamoring. kidding. I'm kidding. But no, it's just like we've had some guests that don't work at the library, but then we've mm-hmm. also had lots of guests that do. And so okay. it was like, okay, we need to actually introduce our full team and what mm-hmm. everyone does and because if you walk up to the ask desk pretty pretty even chance you'll run into any one of us mm-hmm. so yeah like, here's your intro mm-hmm. okay yeah. exactly yeah yeah no no one has ever written in to the podcast so please people please, if please you're listening, just write anything write mm-hmm. us to the e-ref say like yeah. hey i listened you don't have to say you liked it just mm-hmm. like yeah anything. don't uh, don't tell us it's bad though don't, yeah. i don't want to hear that no, but no, like no. just anything mm-hmm. yeah other than that like i want i heard if you about have a question yeah that, that would be, be the amazing. best that would be the best yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay um well should we start with updates yes. as usual yeah Okay, we have one update in this vacation month, and it's that my last day is in nine days. This is Hazlitt speaking, so I will be out of here on August 10th, so this is the last time you'll have to hear my voice. You're welcome, and uh, and Ruby. If you hear soft crying in the background, (laughs) it's me, Ruby. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens with the podcast, but... um, So uh, who's the orange, who's the peach? Wow, (gasps) that's a good one. Ooh. I don't know. Uh, that's a that's a complicated you really just yeah. like sprung that on us oh my god have I you been waiting like to ask that? is the orange I don't know I think I you could like, equally be the orange yeah who wears more orange Hazlitt definitely wears more color than I do generally I don't have any orange though uh, I'm not I don't orange. have any orange either I wear pink more often yeah I'm making it a peach yeah. you might Maybe be closer to the true, peach yeah. then Mm-hmm. I just had to ask. Yeah. Maybe I am the orange. Wow. 
I think there's, I think everyone has a little bit of orange and a little bit of peach. peach. Yeah. I love that answer. Thank you. That's a, that's my non-answer. These are the types of questions we want from the loyal listeners. (laughs) Oh, so true. Oh my God, Mark, you're such a good guest. (laughs) I do. I like a peach better for what Mm. it's worth. Mm. I like an orange better. Oh, Mm. okay. There's so many things you can do with an orange, you know, like Mm. the peach too. It's true. But an orange, like, you have, like, the actual fruit, and then you also have the peel. And the juice. And you can dry an orange. They're very beautiful. You can use them in a garland or, like, a cocktail, you know? Uh, Yeah. But, yeah, you can can bake with a peach. That's the only thing I was thinking of. So many, like, desserts you could do with the peach. Yeah. Can't really bake with an orange. I mean, you kind of can, but, like, not really. You can bake with, like, an orange juice, but you don't Mm. put, like, a... I don't know. I like yeah. that we're immediately going to like, what are the usefulness of these fruits? Like, what are the uses of these two fruits? Well, the other thing is <laughs> that oranges better? are like tropical, right? And in like South uh, America and then mm-hmm. peaches are not. Peaches you can like grow around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do need the hot weather. We get hot weather. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. It's August. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. So do you do you want to tell our listeners um, what I'm? Do you want to answer for the fact that you're leaving? Is what I'm saying. Do you want to explain yourself? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have a good explanation. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to. No, PU. you're going to do something very exciting. It's though. not. It's it's not that exciting. I'm just doing a. I'm just trying something new. I'm going just to getting another degree. KU for another degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I feel like there's like in and like among my peers. From my undergrad, like going to grad school is such a sort of stigmatized and like very weighty mm. thing. And so for me, like talking to people around here, it's been mm-hmm. like, I'm a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> like, I don't oh. know. I don't know. It's just like, I'm not going to do something, you know, it's just following a sort of passion. You mm-hmm. know, it's not something that I'm going to like go on to be very professional about or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I don't that's know. like... So inspiring to me, though, and so beautiful. Just, like, I just have so much curiosity and, and like, passion and interest. I just want to pursue this as opposed to, like, this is my career track to, like, do this. Like, it's, like, I I I think the best people manage to combine them both. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But you're leading with the curiosity, and I think (laughs) you will combine them both. I need to, like, blow my nose right now. (laughs) (sighs) Um, Anyway. Yeah. Um... But they are paying for it. I'm not paying to follow this that dream. Is awesome. Very so exciting. Very important. Yeah. Any any loyal listeners who yeah. are who are young or something. Education paid. Yeah. Paid for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not by loans. And not not who, by loans. As someone who yeah. paid yeah. with loans. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you see a library in your future again? Even if it's not this one has it? Yeah. I mean, once you have more than like your MLS and another advanced degree, then you can work in ac- academic libraries a lot easier. You know, so maybe that's in the future. I Mm -hmm. love public libraries, so Mm yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe back here. But I'm, like, wedded to my house in Lawrence, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to go anywhere else. That's, like, part of the reason Mm -hmm. I wanted to go to KU, actually, was just to expand, you know, the network of people I know in our community and, like, know at KU. So, Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) uh-huh. That's awesome. So I'll still be around. Yeah. Um, I forget, like, 
this is my first job in a library, that there are other libraries besides a public oh, library. You know? there are like, a lot of different you know, academic library, or yeah. I don't know what other examples are. Probably more museums. And museums. Yeah, that's, yeah. And there's like special libraries, right, which like encompass all kinds of different um, institutions and environments, mm-hmm. like law libraries. I've heard cool, of law libraries. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like the idea of being a newsroom librarian, mm-hmm. or like a librarian oh, for a newspaper, right? Because they have yeah. to do so much research, mm-hmm. and so they have their like they have a staff librarian that's like doing research. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that's cool. It sounds like it'd be like a lot of pressure though, but yeah, could be fun. Yeah, that's like yeah, the overlap between journalists and librarians is mm-hmm. really interesting to me. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff so you can do. The medical library, that's another one. Oof. Oh wow, there's like we have an herbarium at KU. That mm-hmm. it's like that's kind of cool. That's a like special kind of archives. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So anyway, but Interesting. Lawrence Public Library, I I'll miss you. Mm-hmm. So goodbye. <laughs> I look forward to um, seeing you as a patron. Yep, mm-hmm. you know? I'm gonna be a good patron. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> or a bad patron, depending on the day. Yeah, on maybe day. that'll you know you can like. Work some things out by being like you know you're you're right. being a bad patron, mm-hmm. right? You're like I left. So I'll many, just come so to so many books sitting around in the oh, stacks. You'll never find that's them. the worst. I put fiction in the nonfiction. I could do that oh, now. Gosh, yeah, no. I could like yeah <laughs> so, solve some problems. Um, I no, know I'll you just... called clothes. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be the worst. Um, I'll just come to every program. I'll, I'll eat yeah, food. Yeah, there we go. Use up all the free stuff. Perfect. Yeah. I know. I don't know how busy I'm going to be next year. I could yeah. be very busy or I could yeah. not be very busy at all. Mm-hmm. So it's a crapshoot. Yeah. We'll see. I want to like I want to like name one of the study rooms after you. Like, oh yeah, that would be so room. sweet. Name, yeah. name a little corner after me. Yeah, yeah. Some little, like you know the little corner by the payphone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just put a little sign down there. I'm gonna, like, like, I'm gonna a make a tiny plaque and just get yeah, over there. can we get a no plaque with their handprint? Wow, <laughs> like you're That's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Or like in the sidewalks when they're like yeah, laying down. No, just the true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a fingerprint. Wow. Anyway, okay. So that's our update. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, as far as um, the future of oranges and peaches, we are going to take a little break. Um, we're going to let our our new person get settled in and uh-huh. acclimated. Um, and, yeah, just we'll, we'll be talking as a team about what we want to do with this podcasty energy and yeah. thing we've set up so but yeah. if you have suggestions yes loyal listeners please let us know yeah yeah Hazlitt now that you're a patron you could even True. drive the topics oh of the episode oh my god Hazlitt will be the one the one listener writing it you're gonna write it anonymously make a bunch of different emails Hazlitt yeah. wow. suggestions oh my god this is so real you're gonna be like mad with patron power oh now. my god yeah. i could just drive the podcast mm-hmm. though just by sending in questions for yeah. the next mm-hmm. year yeah please do wow okay anyway <laughs> so so for this very special episode uh, um special vacation episode mm-hmm. yeah we asked everyone on the team to um record themselves talking about who they are mm-hmm. then their job at the library and that sort of thing and then also we asked them to answer the question um what do you do to relax in the summer mm-hmm. that's 
like hopefully a more intimate view into their lives than yeah. their professional mm. personas. <laughs> so Mark, let's just start with you. How about yeah. you answer yeah. these questions for us? Which one do you want me to speak to first? First, mm. you talk about who you are. Yeah. Who am I? Who I am. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, you guys already heard my name, Mark. Um, so I... I guess my journey at the library is a bit unique. So I started off as one of the first social work interns. The here. first. The first, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. first social work intern here at the library, which I think is so cool that the public library was willing to partner with our school of social work at KU and like willing to host an intern at this space for the very first time and just kind of see what that collaboration could could open up. Um, but so, as you can tell, I come from a social work background. I don't have a library degree, but I have a bachelor's in social work. Cool thing about it is social work is one of the very few professions where you can get licensed at the bachelor's and master's level. Mm. Um, don't have my bachelor's <laughs> license, but it's a possibility. That is cool. That's really cool. Um, and so, yeah, my, my title here in our information services department is community resources specialist. And the way I usually describe it to people, I feel like it's one of those titles where it's like, I tell you, but you don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hold on, <laughs> let me explain it to you. <laughs> let me give you a case example. But essentially, I feel like kind of being a resource for info staff. So when we get questions that are really no longer about books or things in our collections, but are more about what services are in our community, like what sort of resources are out there for me um, that can help me out at this point in time. And so I think I always like to give folks an example. Is that okay if I give like oh, a, yeah, a, a, yeah. A, yep. a tangible example? So with this question, I've actually gotten it twice, but... Um, both actually two mothers with a children hoping to go back to college, right? And so they are wanting like a low-cost laptop so they can basically go to school online, mm-hmm. but on a fixed low income, they're wanting to know of like laptops that cost less than $100. So they're wondering if there is like some sort of social service agency that sells laptops for low cost or if there's some sort of program out there, program out there that would get them um, you know, a refurbished low-cost laptop. And so there's actually this great organization in Kansas City called PCs for People. Um, mm-hmm. And so if you are on a government assistance program, so things like SNAP, Medicaid, maybe you're a college kid who has a Pell Grant, um, you you qualify for like a $50 laptop. Prices start at $50 on the laptops. You can get fancier ones, but the most standard price is like 50 bucks. Um, Mm. So I kind of let her know about that program, what sort of documentation she would have to bring in order to prove that she is eligible eligible for the reduced price and then just kind of, you know, the whole process for applying, what numbers she should call, all that stuff. So I just, you know, those sorts of questions, they're really unique. They're not the same every day. Um, But I think it's really cool. Like when someone doesn't know where to start or it's like, these, these mothers weren't in crisis by any means, but school was starting soon and they seemed a bit frantic about like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to get a laptop in time. Like, I don't know where I'm going to go. So it's just really cool to like sit with someone in that moment and like help them problem solve and like mm-hmm. get them to a resource um, that is going to be really helpful for them in their journey. So mm-hmm. I think it's really awesome doing this this work at the library. Like, I don't know, like in social work, I'd never envisioned social workers stepping into libraries, but it is a pretty recent collaboration mm-hmm. in past years. Um, those are the sorts of questions I've seen. Like Ruby, we even helped someone out on Friday, remember? It was an elderly patron and mm-hmm. she was wanting to know about like 
she was returning to her, she's going to return to her home soon, senior, and was just kind of wanting like home care supplies. So things like grab bars for her bathroom, mm-hmm. grab bars for around the house. And then she kind of expressed that she wanted to like make some, you know, as I called her, like some more modifications and repairs mm-hmm. to her house to make it more safe and accessible so she could like age in her home as she finishes out the rest of her life. So those sorts of questions, it's, it's really neat um, to just be able to get someone started on on their journey. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it feels like an honor that people call the public library, Library, call or email or chat or whatever, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, that people think of, of us as that kind of resource navigation and, Mm -hmm. and that we have the, the expertise here to be able Mm -hmm. to, to do that for folks. Yeah. 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 It's Mm -hmm. great. I think it's like, there should always be like multiple access points for mm-hmm. services in the community. So like maybe if you're Spanish speaking and like you feel safe with like Centro Espano, they're like a service agency working with Spanish neighbors. Like that's your safe space. Like knowing, mm-hmm. hey, I can go ask these people for something. Or right. like, hey, if you're coming to the library, like that woman who we who we helped out, she said she's in Jefferson County, but she always comes to the library to shop for books. So she's like, mm, I, yeah. I know y'all and I figured right. I might as well just just ask mm. while I'm here. Um, so I don't know, It's it's really... It's really cool that we can answer those questions yeah. in-house now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mark is so soothing. I know. <laughs> You're an excellent podcaster. You're Thank so you. Perfect. I'm so glad y'all finally brought me on. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we had Aaron on too. On like, yes. Oh, yeah, we'll link to the community's the sh- living room. The show, that episode. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to go back and listen to that one. Yeah, I don't think it I was have. really sweet. It was really mm-hmm pretty early okay. yeah like episode three yeah and Aaron was the community resources specialist who hired Mark on mm-hmm. yeah yeah and preceded him in the role yeah. So, yeah yeah wow you had a question to ask <laughs> my question no I was I was gonna I was gonna move us into mm. what, yeah change what of tone do for the summer for the summer I, I don't know do okay fun. I have to say one of the things I really admire about you Mark oh here we go <laughs> is I don't know if you feel this way about yourself, but okay. looking at you from the outside, that mm-hmm. you have very good boundaries around mm-hmm. not taking the more intense and difficult parts of public interaction and mm-hmm. social service work home with you, and that mm. you are very skilled and intentional about time to relax yeah. and do fun things mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, just like cultivate that, like, positive energy and time yeah yeah Yeah. so thank you yeah I I feel like I do see that in myself a Mm -hmm. bit and I feel like it's something I've tried to be more intentional about because I think I'm someone who can like give a lot of myself really easily but I know that like if I'm always like giving 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 and like not you know giving any of that same love or like time to myself then I can't be my best self at work Mm -hmm. I can't be my best self in relationships, I can't be my best self with family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like if I if I am taking those interactions home and I'm like always working and I'm always giving all of right. myself, it's like I can't show up for that next patron mm-hmm. who has a question mm-hmm. because all my energy has gone, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's kind of just like I remind myself of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you can only be your best self if like you are, I don't know, giving time to yourself to mm-hmm. relax and have fun and kind of tune in to your hobbies and passions. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's how we avoid burnout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. So okay. what do you do? What do, what do I you do? like to do in the summer? <laughs> Such What's a big your question. Yeah. Y'all know me. I actually talk to Hazlitt about this all the time, but I love to bike. Like I just got a bike again this summer. Um I feel like I really fell in love with biking when I like briefly did an internship in Oregon last summer and like that was like like primary mode of transportation. I just realized like how happy and like free I felt mm-hmm. on my bike versus like in a car in traffic, you know? Like I don't know. It just feels so good for my mental health to like be able to bike to work and like I don't know, just kind of bike to my favorite coffee shop. So I feel like that's one of my favorite passions is just going for bike rides, mostly with friends. I love group rides. Like I mm-hmm. love going with groups of people. I'm someone who can definitely go like bike on my own, but I think it's really fun when you get a group of friends going. We should do a library bike yeah. ride sometimes. Yes. That would be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love to do yoga. So that's something I found this year. And I really love yoga because – I think it helps me like physically, but it also helps me like mentally because like one thing we always say is like you can take an hour to yourself to like just breathe and to not think about work, to not think about all the things you have to do, but like just to be present with your body. Like we don't, I feel like, I don't want to say, I don't want to generalize, but like I don't do enough of that. Mm -hmm. So it's like nice to be able to go to yoga and like get that exercise benefit, but also just like take time to myself, you know, and like really tune into how I'm feeling physically and mentally. Um, and then I love, I don't know, I love journaling too. Yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know, I've been listening to this to this um, author and she's always just talking about like, get it, get on the paper, like write it down. Like, who are you today? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? And, you know, like check in with yourself more, like get comfortable more with yourself. So I'll mm-hmm. leave it with that. Those are like three oh, of my favorite nice. things that's to do. That's beautiful. I feel very inspired <laughs> to like maybe take care of myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do like a big uh, book yoga journaling session mm-hmm. one day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That'd be fun. What about you two? Hazlitt, I know you like to bike. Is that one of your passions or more just like how you get around? More how I get around. Okay. And especially during the summer, you know, it's not very fun to be outside at like like right after work when it's really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, Spring is the best biking season. That was actually one of the like things I hated the most about this vacation I was just on. I didn't hate it, the vacation, mm-hmm. but just not having my bike and then being mm-hmm. in like New York and like other places where it was like, okay, can't can't bike here. Like, yeah. So that's one thing I love about Lawrence is it's so easy to bike everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, and anyone who like likes to bike but tells you they can't bike in, in Lawrence is yeah. like, Come on. Um, okay, no. So I so I thought very hard about this question. How do I relax in the mm. summer? Okay. Um, <laughs> so okay. First, I have the I have a confession, which I think I've already told both of you. But confession to the loyal listeners. Um, so we haven't turned on our AC this summer in the house ever. Still? <laughs> we still we still have not turned it on. Wait, like once. No, no, we're, okay, we're not turning it on, but, but, so, so I feel like my summer, like, this summer has been all about kind of, like, (laughs) Mark and I are just staring at each other wide-eyed. No, it's been all, it's been all about, like, paying attention to, um, when it's too hot in the house or, like, ways to, you know, feel colder in the house or feel comfortable without the AC. Mm. Um, but it's been fun. It's been, like, I've learned tons about natural cooling and yeah. just, like, you know, keeping, like, being comfortable. And it's been fine, yeah. honestly. Like, 
you know, we, there's definitely certain things you cannot do in the house at 4 p.m. Like Lucian, I finally told him yesterday, I'm putting the kibosh on the oven. You are not using the <laughs> oven <No>. anymore. <laughs> he like made cornbread as soon as we got home from oh. my vacation. And uh-huh. it was like, buddy, oh. no. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like sitting there sweating and complaining about how hot oh. it is. And it's like... Make a salad. I don't know. Make a That's salad. Funny. Anyway. <laughs> oh. He's such your... a good cook, though. He's always, like, yeah. cooking. Well, he can stuff. use the stove, just, like, not the oven. Yeah. Like... Is your electric bill pretty cheap? You don't have to get specific. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, I, that's that's part of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but okay, so so I feel like relaxing. Yeah, has been like so. One thing is having a strategic cold shower, like mm-hmm. right when you need it, and then you're cool for like the rest of the evening if you mm-hmm. time it right, mm-hmm. and then you don't have to. You know, you're not overheating. Mm-hmm. Okay, kibosh on the oven. That's one thing. <laughs> and then another thing is dusk. Like dusk, dusk. is the most beautiful part mm-hmm. of the day in summer. You know, mm-hmm. like seven to eight p.m. Mm-hmm. In the summer months, it's, like, the most wonderful time. Yeah. So that's, like, when you go walk peanut. Yes. And, like, you know, th- th- you can, like, sit outside. and mm-hmm. That's, like, when I like to do my weeding once the sun starts oh, to go down. Yeah. Like, move anything in the yard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then what, just one other thing um, about relaxing is, so, in the spring, I was obsessed with ceiling fans. Yes, <laughs> I'm figuring out the right ceiling fans for the house. And so we uh, we got new ones over the summer. And mm-hmm. now, you know, we just like sit under them and it's so comfy. So, oh yeah. And we have the windows open, which is controversial on the internet. We have the windows open, <laughs> fans going, but then all the curtains are closed. So we're just in a little cave okay. during the day. So you're keeping the the light out as far as like heat goes but then the windows are open no sunlight but we got some air moving through Mm -hmm. and the fan is like you know mixing it up Mm -hmm. and we have trees on one side of our house on like kind of the southwest uh side of our house Mm -hmm. so it's awesome it's honestly i like this experiment i don't know that i um have have the, I don't the know. strength of will to to do it myself. Uh-huh. You might. I don't know. <laughs> like I think the tree coverage is really important. You gotta mm. have enough shade. Do you ever get worried about peanut getting too hot? So um, a pe- so peanut is a chihuahua, right? So she, it turns out, is like designed to be in hot weather. Okay. And we got her in September last year, right? And mm-hmm. all through the winter, she was just like a sad little like puddle. You know, she yeah. like wouldn't go outside, and she was like cowering. And now, as soon as it got hot, she like became a totally different dog. Oh. Like she's a hot weather dog. She's a hot weather dog. Yeah. Okay. So she's doing okay. Yeah. And the cats can go in the basement when they get hot. Oh, okay. But otherwise, they're okay. Uh-huh. You know, they go outside too, and they drink their water, and uh-huh. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I think that's the only thing that's kept me from like turning my AC off all day uh-huh. is my dog at yeah. home. Like, is he yeah. gonna get too hot? And like, yeah, yeah. 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 But I kind of want to try this experiment. Out. Yeah, you just got to keep the light out, right? Like mm-hmm. the light heating up the space inside. Does your plants survive? Like, are your plants okay? Do you have? Plants? Well, we have kind of sheer curtains. Okay, first of all, I think okay, Courtney. The episode we did with Courtney mm-hmm. really like instilled this thought in me and I don't know what she actually thinks about it but I feel like houseplants okay and I had this other idea on vacation okay I feel like houseplants do not like to be inside and I know they're all tropical so they have to live inside if they're Mm -hmm. here in our zone but they like don't get any sun or rain or like wind or interaction with other plants I feel like they're sad Mm. and lonely and I'm kind of I'm kind of off houseplants right now But then on my vacation, I was like, okay, what if I got a really big pot and just put them all in one pot? So they're friends in one pot. 
Yeah, like has anyone yeah. ever done that? I could see doing like not a round pot, but like a trough. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Them all yeah. Like, in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that. So I will say I have I have a very close relationship with all of my house plants and I like to to dust them. Well they off. like to they like to be pet. Yeah. And and I do their little watering and bring them all into the bathtub and water them in uh-huh. there. Okay. Um but my my grandmother has a lot of house plants and a lot of them are very, very old. Like she has one that's like 60 years old or uh-huh. something that she like inherited and she keeps like cut like doing cuttings off of it and like uh-huh. giving it to people anyway mm-hmm. um but she like sings little songs to her oh. house plants and she talks to them all and right. like pats them all right so i think i i think there are definitely some sad house neglected plants. house plants oh. for okay. sure but i also think you can cultivate a relationship okay. with them so maybe mine are just sad i don't think yours are probably sad i think I don't know. I definitely don't sing to them. Maybe they all need names in the first step. Anyway. Well, I like that. Yeah, I do want a tree for inside. That's my next, uh, you know. But then it's like, but the tree doesn't want to be inside. Tree wants to be outside. I have Uh a very tall snake plant that's sort of tree-like. That's cool. But it doesn't need a lot of water. I managed to kill my snake plant. (gasps) Really? Yeah. You killed a snake plant? Yeah. They're so hard to kill. I don't even remember how, but yeah, somehow I did. Snake plants are both, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Snake plants and pothos like mm, can't they'll, be yeah, yeah. they'll last forever. <laughs> yeah. So hmm. yeah. I'm relaxing by I'm you know, it's just like a little natural rhythm of mm-hmm. the the heat of the day. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <sighs> yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. And getting to know, you know, my house in the heat is fun, like getting to see which rooms are more comfortable at which mm. times, you know. Is this the first summer you've done this? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So I even while you were gone on vacation, you left the AC off. We left it off, yeah. Wow. Poor, I mean, Peanut wasn't there. Peanut was at our parents, yeah. my, my mm-hmm. parents' house. But guys were fine. Yeah. They seemed okay. It, I think it's very cool. Like you're, I don't know, you're more in tune with like the place that you live and right. like you said, like the natural rhythms and. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Ch- and you're, changing you're not, my mind a little you know, bit. making the outside more hot oh. by like pushing by, like, your. Yeah. 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 So everyone, you could give it a try. You can't try it for like one day is the thing because your body has to get mm-hmm. habituated to it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel coming into the library when it's like yeah. 60 degrees in here? Yeah, I think it makes like, it worse. I'm wearing long pants and a wool overshirt right, right. now. It's so cold right. in here. <laughs> right, I know. It's like Mark wearing cords. Yeah, I like yeah. always plan for cords the library. Yeah. I really like cargo pants. Oh, yeah, I just told you Ruby. Anyway. Um, yeah, if I think anyone it makes has it harder. harder pants suggestions for hats, lips. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's kind of a little bit of a break during the hottest part of the day, mm-hmm. so that's nice. But um, mm, as Lucian's dad says, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to go, Ruby? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like I have to introduce myself. No, I'm, I didn't I'm introduce Rudy. myself yeah. because you guys, they, all any- of our listeners know us. Uh-huh. Um, summer. Um, summer in Kansas makes me think about moving here as a child mm. and being so scared about what the noise was. And it was all the cicadas because oh. oh. never, <laughs> I'd never heard cicadas like that. Yeah. Um, and then discovering... Mosquito bites and chigger bites uh, and all the other things that are out to get you in a uh-huh. Kansas summer. Um, and humidity. Yeah. The humidity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I moved here from New Mexico, so it was, it was jarring. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like I feel like summer is a is a mindfulness <laughs> challenge for me. Uh, I don't like being hot, but there's a point in the summer, and we're we're about at that point now where I just fully give in to uh-huh. being sweaty, yeah. being overheated. Uh-huh. And it starts to feel kind of good. I feel I feel sort of like a lizard, yeah. you know, just like soaking up the, the warmth and the energy. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I kind of I call it jorts time. It's mm. like uh-huh. okay. I'm not, you know, I'm not looking put together. I'm uh-huh. wearing wearing jorts and I'm uh-huh. sweaty, and yeah. that's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I like, I like to go to the lake in the summer, float around. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a nighttime bike ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely miss my, my bike a lot in the summer because I, yeah. Where's your bike? Yeah, do you not have one? No, I have it. I just don't, I bike a ton in, in the fall and mm. the spring and sometimes even in the winter, but mm-hmm. it's, the summer is just like so hot. Yeah. Okay. Um. But like, yeah, no, yeah, I gave my bike away. No, 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 I have my bike. Um, but yeah, I like an after dark bike ride. Uh-huh. So it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, walking Jimmy Falcone around. Uh-huh. Jimmy also loves the heat. He's, I mean, he's a lot of, of things, but Chihuahua is one of them. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he likes the heat, and then he likes to get back in the house and lay belly up in front of the air conditioning. <laughs> Um, He's an AC dog. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. a spoiled baby. Um, I feel like yeah. you like to do a lot of cooking and such. I do, but summer is... Do you like I tomatoes? I, hmm? Tomatoes? Tomatoes? You don't cooking like them? tomatoes? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Summer's a good time to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't feel... I don't have a big appetite in the summer because it's just too yeah. hot. But I do really like to grill. Um, so I do a lot of that. I like to grill pineapple, mm. peaches. Yeah. And so you're a peach person for sure. You're the peach. Hazlitt's the orange. I don't know. Are we deciding that now? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I we'll, we're, yeah. we can just debate this forever. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think... My my big time for relaxing is actually the fall. So summer just feels like this sort of strange, like, trying to be in the moment. But then also mm. I'm like, I love fall so much. So I'm just sort of like, all right, yeah, 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 August, cool, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Give me the first little glimpse of cool weather. So, yeah. yeah. Fall in the Midwest is the best. It is. And, I mean, on the, yeah. on the East Coast. I don't know about California. but But, I mean, going to the Pacific Northwest for a little bit in the summer was I was like oh maybe I do like summer I just don't yeah. like Kansas summer, yeah. summer out there is different. <laughs> yeah. summer so is like beautiful yeah. for them is our spring like 80 yeah. degrees yeah, yeah. Like, Pennsylvania yeah. too was like that it was beautiful really? in Pennsylvania when we were there uh-huh. yeah yeah Except, yeah not Philly but everywhere else yeah <laughs> I feel like we should be a remote library in the summer mm. <laughs> like, actually <we're> all... <laughs> <laughs> library's closed yeah <laughs> No, that would be terrible, home. but yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, and and now everybody else. Yeah, I want to know what people do yeah. in the summer here. Yeah. So I think they're right, going to... Write in, call us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chat us. 
Yeah. Let us know what you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm expecting some letters from the loyal listeners. Oh, as well. you could write a letter. Oh, yeah. Someone wrote a Yeah, you just address it to us. Seven oh seven Vermont. That'd be easy. Cry. That'd be easy, yeah. Cute. I would I would fight to get you a, a bookstore gift certificate if you did that. <laughs> wow. Listener. That's some some something like nepotism. Okay. No, but now <laughs> no. we're gonna now we're gonna play, play our colleagues' files. Hi, my name is Becky, and I work in the information department, and I do some things that um, help make things run smoothly there. I um, put up displays so that uh, folks can choose some things with a little smaller spot to look and not have to dig through the shelves. I think that's pretty fun. I also put... um, books up in the, just outside the reader's theater so that busy parents don't have to come traipsing all the way over to the nonfiction section uh, when they've got little ones with them and maybe can find something interesting to read. I man the ask desk, as do all of us. I think that's uh, such an interesting thing. It's so fun to see uh, what people are looking for and to help them find the information that they're looking for. I'm part of the Look, Play, Listen team here at the library, and so you'll see my name um, on the staff picks and movies that I've selected from our larger collection that I've enjoyed watching, and I think you might too. I'm a notary, and so if you come up to the Ask Desk and need something notarized, I can help you with that. Um, I make sure that the newest books are out in our new nonfiction section, that there's nothing older there than about the last six months so that we keep things fresh and only the newest things there for you. I also write some book reviews um, and uh, just generally help keep things tidy around uh, our area. I work with great people in nonfiction and in the info area, and I really enjoy my job. Um, What do I do when I'm not at work? Well, um, I have family who lives here in Lawrence and a couple of grandkids, and I really enjoy seeing them whenever I get the chance. And uh, to relax in the summer, I'm uh, lucky enough to live close to a swimming pool, and so I really like hanging out there with my friends and my family. And of course, I'm a big reader. So uh, anytime I leave the library, I always have a big stack of books with me. Hope that helps to maybe get to know me a little bit. Talk to you later. Hi there. Uh, My name is Melissa Fisher Isaacs, and I am the Information Services Coordinator here at the library. Um, I have been with the Lawrence Public Library for about seven years now. Um, My very first time working for the library was as a page back in the 90s um, when I was in college. Um, I came back to the library for a few years in the early 2000s as a reference assistant, um, and that's where I kind of really learned about um, how interesting and um, meaningful reference work can be um, in a community like ours. Um, That was a really kind of fun time for reference because we were still really reliant on knowing a lot about a pretty extensive collection of print materials, but the internet was also um, becoming a more um, important part of our work. Um, And then I left for a while and came back um, in 2015 as the information services coordinator. Um, I really love being part of this department and part of this library. Um, I think it's um, a really vital part of our community. And um, I love helping people with 
local history questions and genealogy questions and just researching, um, you know, really anything that people are curious about. Um, so that's kind of who I am and what I do here. Um, so we were asked to talk about what we like to do to relax in the summer. Um, I really, um, I love to garden. Um, I wouldn't say that I am uh, a really skilled gardener, <laughs> but um, I love to be outside and um, part of, you know, the earth, I guess. Um, and uh, so especially in the beginning of the summer before it gets really hot and the mosquitoes come out, I love to garden. Um, I try to grow a lot of um, native plants in my garden or things that support pollinators um, because I love to see bees and, um, you know, all kinds of um, beneficial insects flying around in my garden. Um, of course, I love to read. Um, I have a really nice porch and um, if it's not too hot, I love to hang out on my porch and um, read a good book out there. Um, I also love to spend time outside um, going for walks or bike rides. Um, a real favorite um, for my family and I is to um, take a picnic out to the Baker wetlands um, and have a, have a picnic lunch. Um, and when it gets really hot, um, I love movies. Um, I love going to movie theaters um, and I love watching movies at home with my kids. Um, so Liberty Hall is one of my um, all-time favorite theaters, and I'm so grateful that um, that we have them here. So um, I guess, yeah, that's kind of what I like to do in the summer. Hello, oranges and peaches. My name is Molly. I started at the Lawrence Public Library in 2018. I've worked full-time and as a sub for a handful of departments since then. So you might see me around at the Ask Desk, the Book Help Desk, shelving, but more likely probably just chatting it up with people. I am currently recording this from Florida. You might hear some background noise. I'm on vacation with my family, which somewhat answers the question of what I like to do in the summer to relax. I do love to hang out with my family and I have two kiddos. I like to hang out with my extended family. It's corny, but it's true. I really do like them. But personally, I love to read, shocker. I like to play video games, watch TV and movies with my pajamas on. And I really relax when I get a chance to hang out with my pals for a beer and some good conversation. Um, this last one is going to sound super corny, but... Some of the parents out there might get it. I actually find it relaxing, or maybe a better word is fulfilling, to be at the library. I generally really like my coworkers, mainly Hazlitt and Ruby. <laughs> I love talking with people, helping people whenever I can, and I really just love learning about my community. And the library is a pretty perfect place for all those things. That's about it. Uh, thanks so much to Hazlitt and Ruby for putting all this together. This team is really, truly an incredible bunch, and I really love being part of it. 
So thanks, oranges and peaches, or should I say origin of species. Bye. Hi, uh, my name is Teresa, and I work in the Information Services Department. Um, I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I've lived in Lawrence for 20 years. I used to um, ballroom dance in college. Uh, I like spending time with my cat and Michael, my partner, and... um, I don't know. I guess the thing I enjoy most this summer is probably sitting in my backyard. Um, I like to read back there, and I recently got an old bike, so I've been biking around my neighborhood, and um, and yoga. Yoga's been good. Um, let's see. I really enjoy talking with patrons. In my work at the desk, I I feel like I learn a lot. I work um, at different desks, so sometimes you might see me at the tech desk or like I might be answering your call if I'm in the phone room or I might be at the hello desk. Um, But my my main position is at the ask desk where you can ask us anything. And I hope you do. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hi, I'm Jake, Information Assistant at Lawrence Public Library. I answer all sorts of questions and help folks find what they're looking for. I can help you place a book on hold or find one or a DVD, a CD, or a journal article via our interlibrary loan service. Or navigate the library itself or our website, including our extensive list of research resources from voting information to genealogy and local history to health and wellness. I'm also one of the library's many notary publics, a free service, by the way. Prior to working here, I lived lots of places and worked lots of jobs, including as an assistant manager of a bookstore, volunteering at a natural history museum, and spending a few years working on alternative agriculture at the Land Institute in Salina. I'm interested in cultural and natural history, especially birds and trees, and recently I've been getting into photography. As for what I do to relax in summer, probably my favorite thing to do is to grab my camera and go for a slow walk at the Baker Wetlands. I'm a birder from way back, but also enjoy learning about the local plants and animals. I've been surprised by minks, by river otter tracks in the snow, and, of course, by the ever-changing populations of birds. Indoors, surprise, surprise, I read a lot. Mostly nonfiction, with the occasional detective or spy novel thrown in. I also write, these days mostly book reviews for the library's blog. Almost ten years ago, I co-wrote a book on native Kansas animals called A Kansas Bestiary with my friends Doug Hitt and Lisa Grossman, which won a Kansas Notable Book Award. Yes, the library has copies. My name is Ilan Zhao. I work in the Information Services Department of the library. I work at the Ask Desk. I answer patrons' questions and help them find what they come to the library for. I also notarize their documents if needed. I organize the seed library and coordinate our department volunteers. In summer for fun, 
I like to cut flowers from my garden and arrange them for displaying in my house and on the library esk desk. I enjoy reading on the sofa in my screened-in deck. I play Rami Cube and Corker games quite often. Thank you again to our wonderful team <laughs> yes. for um, sharing us. everything. Yeah. yeah, it was so great to like peek into everyone's lives a little yeah. bit. You know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we wanted to just wrap up really quick with our last section, which is what we are reading. Mm-hmm. Mark, are you ready to go first? I can. Okay. Yeah. Go for okay. it. Okay. Well, what, how many books do we usually do? Well, like one to two. One or to if you're Hazlitt, like four or five. Okay. No, no, no. You cool. can no. like mention no, okay. I only <laughs> ever, ever have one if I have one at all. That's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> so right now I'm reading this book by Anne Baroub. It's called The Burnout Antidote, A mm. Guide to Empowerment for Empaths, Overgivers, and Highly Sensitive People. I'm only like two chapters in. It's basically just like redefining service, like redefining burnout. And it's kind of like giving gratitude to burnout because it's like mm. your body telling you like you need to stop your overgiving. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like trying to catch you before you get to that point where you're just mm. like have nothing left to give. So I like that. And then totally on the other end of the spectrum, um, a queer romance novel called Charming Offensive. It's definitely mm-hmm. a take on like reality TV show. Oh, um, fun. But it's really good. It's really good. Oh yeah. my God. That sounds good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like this. So those Dude, are my is, picks for the month. We have both of these at the library. Yes, both cool. of them are at okay. the library. Awesome. Well, okay. We'll link them in the show notes. You yeah. Can, yeah. Check them out after Mark. Yes. <laughs> that is so good. That's like classic pairing for you, I feel. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if I had to guess, what's Mark reading right now? Yes. Something about communication and then something like yeah. uh-huh. about love. Yeah. yeah about a romance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice. Okay. Cool. Do you want to go next, Ruby? Sure. Um, I was straightening up our new nonfiction, mm. as I like to do, and found a book that may just have been written for me. Um, <laughs> it is called Worn, A People's History of Clothing by Sophie Thanhauser, I think. Um, it is what the title says, um, <laughs> but it's divided into five different textiles. So Ooh. we have linen, cotton, wool, silk, and synthetics. Ooh. Um, so linen is the first chapter, and that's the one that I'm on right now. Um and it's talking about how linen is made, which is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the history of linen manufacture and weaving becoming like seen as kind of starting as like everyone's work mm-hmm. and then becoming really highly gendered as the guilds fought against like home production because it was competing with like professionalized Hmm. linen production Mm -hmm. and um, it got very gendered and women were expelled from the guilds Hmm. and it was like these women are making like inferior cloth at home and like you should only buy linen from like the male guilds. Mm -hmm. Anyway, just very interesting and interesting that, I don't know, textile production and clothing production is so gendered now as like women's work mm-hmm. um so yeah just seeing that that history like flip back and forth is really interesting um and i love linen so mm-hmm. yeah love linen yeah but yeah i did want to mention that um uh long story but i have terrible posture and it's easier <laughs> to read something at a computer because i'm not holding it and looking down yeah mm. as much as i love reading like a physical book um and so i like to read 
stuff on uh, Libby oh, Overdrive uh-huh. um, through the library, which if you don't know, it's free ebooks and audiobooks. And um, I searched this title and we didn't have it, but there was an option in Libby to suggest that we buy it. Mm-hmm. And I did. And we bought it. Yes. <gasps> um, oh which was gosh. not me using my staff, like staff member perks. It was through my personal library card. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, wow. we bought it and I got this little notification that was like, hey, um, do you want to check this book out? Because you have first dibs on it. Um, so I checked it out in ebook form and mm-hmm. I can read it on like my tablet or my computer. Mm. So anyway, What's I didn't know. Hmm? What's the book? Oh, Warren. Yes, oh, it's this, Warren. Yes, oh. this title. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you are hoping that we have an ebook or an audiobook and you search it in Libby and we don't have it, you can suggest that we buy it. Mm. Um, and then it'll give you first dibs on it. That's fascinating. So, yeah, I thought it was really cool. It was like yeah. super seamless. So. Good tip. Yeah. Damn, I'm going to anyway. I mean, yeah, I'm going to do that for <laughs> everything. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So anyway. Well, Ruby's going to help me sew my first ever dress sometime. You've already, you already would, helped me. You already looked at the pattern. That was like six months that, ago. Was, that was like <laughs> a year, maybe two years ago. That was so long ago. <laughs> Well, no, this is super exciting. I want to teach everyone how to sew. It's so yeah. fun. One time Ruby was wearing like a really cute little shirt and I was like, hey, where'd you get that? And they're like, I made this. <laughs> wow. Like, okay. Yeah, I like making shirts and pants. So it's fun. You made pants as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I'm not, I'm not great at zippers. Zippers okay. are kind of yeah. tough. And like but- <laughs> matching like buttons and buttonholes is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, I'm yeah, I've made a lot of like stretchy pants, just like pull on. Yeah, nice. that would be more my style. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I have a pair of cow print pants that I made. Cool. I love that. Yeah, I I have a matching shirt, but I'm not. I'm not wearing them together. You don't wear. Oh my god, (laughs) it looks very costumey if I wear like full cow. Full cow print. I really wanted to go to the county fair and I missed the opportunity, but I was like, I'm gonna wear this full cow outfit to the county fair with a cow bucket hat. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And a cow tote bag. (laughs) And the tote bag. Yes. Wow. That would have been so fun. But (laughs) next year. Next year. I wish you worked on Wednesdays. could wear that for my last day. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Fun. Yeah. If you want to borrow the cow, cow fit, cow fit um, for, for your final day, day, you can. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, uh, cool. Well, okay. What are you reading? Hazlitt? So um, on my vacation, I read The Road, first by Cormac McCarthy. <gasps> oh. In a continuation of my fear about That's the future. That's my youngest brother's name. It's Cormac. Named after Cormac McCarthy. Wow. Yeah. I met another Cormac on my vacation who's very funny. Whoa. We'll talk about him later. Okay. Um, Did you like it? I like it. I know it. it's like an incredibly hyped Oh, yeah. Book. It's hyped. It's hyped. Um, it was good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, beautiful writing, mm-hmm. you know, very bleak. Um, yes. A bit of sort of complicated wordsmithing, which was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was not so. I read Parable of the Sower last year, and it was not mm. anywhere near as like scary and gruesome as Parable of the Sower. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of okay, like, yeah. whatever, you know. We got a little bit of cannibalism, like <laughs> don't like that, you mm-hmm. know. We got, you know. So anyway, um, I thought I, I enjoyed that that reading experience, and then so then I got to 
State College where we were staying with a friend and she was like, and I gave it to her because I didn't want to carry it around anymore. And she was like insistent on giving me a book in return. And so she gave me American War by a person whose name I do not know at this time because I forgot we were doing this segment. But it literally on the, you know, it's little, um, oh God, I should know this word. You know, the little quote on the front is Mm -hmm. like, uh, for readers of The Road by Cormac Oh, oh okay. That's perfect. Then. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. And it was about like a second civil war starting in 2075 ah. and like someone who became radicalized into terrorism like yeah. through that civil war. <laughs> Your research is stressful. <laughs> <laughs> and she like unleashes, and this is like known from the beginning, but she unleashes like a plague in 2095 that then like kills 10% of the population or something and extends the civil war for like another 10 years. So it's like this whole process of radicalization and it was it was good too it wasn't like um i forget exactly what i said to my friend about it but it was like not as imaginative about the future as i wanted it to be Mm. but it was still like compelling in a character study and like the sort of idea Mm. like relation to current politics yeah okay so yes those are my books (laughs) (laughs) now i'm not reading anything I feel like I feel like if you mention like a like a really light read to me, I will then be worried about yeah. you. Yeah, we'll be, yeah. we'll be the checking day it that a lot it's more. not like post apocalyptic fiction, yeah. I will be yeah. If she yeah. ever read a book off of my list, we'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, what's, what's going, going on, on with you? Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would read that queer romance actually. I read that next. Really good. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Aww. all right. Oh my god. So that's it. Okay. That's the last word. <laughs> Thanks everyone. How's it? You got any yeah. get any parting uh oh any parting wisdom? Parting words? Yeah. Parting words. Oh my god. Um no, you know. No. Keep right. on reading. Yeah. Okay, um, bye everybody. I'm really emotional, y'all. Y'all can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be around. Uh, yeah. And and just watch out for uh for the next podcast from me yes. and Ruby. I yeah. mean the next, you know, not well, orange yeah. and peaches. Like a a, YouTube podcast, a, a new uh, new show. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Bye, everyone. Bye, all everyone. Right. See you later. Tune in next month for another episode of Oranges and Peaches. Find the show notes on lplks.org and don't forget to subscribe. And please rate or comment. You'll help others find the podcast. Our info librarians are Hazlitt Henderson and Ruby McKinnon Love, with theme music and editing by Joel Bonner. This has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.